Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Open Discussion with C3 Films. My name is Chris, and this is... Cheryl. And today we're talking about the Netflix movie, Don't Look Up. So we are going to get into spoiler territory, so if you haven't seen it, make sure you go and check it out on Netflix, then come back and watch our discussion on it. So without further ado, let's just go ahead and jump right into it. And, oh God, this movie, Cheryl, I... I started the movie laughing and thinking, man, this movie is funny. Then I started, then I continued the movie being like, oh my God, I'm depressed. And then I thought, wow, this is a satire. Before a satire, why does this feel so real? And by the end of the movie, I was just like, there's no hope. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny because at the beginning I was like, I hate this movie. It's so annoying. Everyone's really annoying. This is a satire. Um, and then, like, towards the end of the movie, I was like, oh, it's pretty funny. There's some funny moments in it. Um, that, I mean, can, okay, can we just, can we just take a moment and talk about the cast? Yes. There's such a big cast of, um, big names. Mm-hmm. Um, and initially, I didn't want to watch the movie because, uh, I was like, yeah, there's not, just not enough people of color in the movie for me to like really want to watch it it just didn't feel like a movie for me um and the thing about it though uh which i appreciated is that they they kind of acknowledged it in in the movie uh by you know having a character uh he, he's the guy that plays hellboy i think um and he's like on Perlman. <laughs> yeah and he he's the one that goes in the shuttle um for the mission and they like name him they want him to be the the face of the of the project basically because he's a white guy and he <laughs> tries to be politically correct by like giving a shout out to <laughs> all the different it. minority groups as he's yeah. going up um and it's just kind of like uh and it just felt very, like, all hail the white male kind of thing. Um, but they were, like, poking fun of it. Uh, but then right. I look at it, and I'm like, oh, well, it's nice I had Meryl as the president. And that was kind of cool. Um, even though she really sucked. She, she's a buffoon. <laughs> her char- not her, but, like, her character is just, yeah. like, uh, it reminds me of real politicians. <laughs> Um, but yeah, very much a satire. Uh, it just, you know, like there's just no other way to explain. It's, it's a not too far off of an exaggeration of, of real life. Um, and that's the sad thing. Uh, I, they definitely, uh, exaggerate stuff. It's just that, um, in my opinion, sadly, the exaggeration is that is not that much exaggerated. Exactly. Okay. See, I was just, I was waiting for you to finish because I was just like, I got something to say about this exaggeration factor. Like, I when I was watching it, I was thinking, I get that this is supposed to be exaggerated, but this feels real. I was. I, it's like that movie Idiocracy. Like, it's it, it's it's supposed to be so ridiculous that it couldn't possibly be true, but. When I'm watching the response of the people 
to this giant comet coming that's going to wipe out all life on this planet. And you see these responses, like, first you think to yourself, oh, everyone's going to be, like, panicking, everyone's going to be like, oh, my gosh, but no one's like that. And you think, okay, this isn't actually how life would be. And then you stop and you think, like, you really think about it, and you realize, wow, this is an exaggeration, but it's absolutely true. And maybe it's only exaggerated from real life to a factor of one. But that is, like, it. It is almost right on the line of reality. And that is what, that's what led me to being more depressed with watching the movie and not feeling as good. Because as long as I think that it's, you know, a satire and it's ridiculous and it's not, you know, based in reality, I can, like, laugh about it and just be like, yeah, this is a fun, good time. But the moment I start to, like, the movie, and the movie knows what it's doing. So the moment that you get to stop and you really think about, like, how our modern day society would react to something like this and then even have certain proof based off of like certain things that have happened in the last couple of years, all of a sudden you just realize, wow, this movie is right. We're all going to die. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's really scary. I think um, it, it, I even wrote down, like it feels like the, this movie is closer to reality than reality. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, because it, it almost feels like we had just experienced this, um, you know, going through COVID. Um, and, you know, b before we did this recording, we talked about how um, it, it was actually written before COVID even happened, um, which makes it even scarier because a lot of this feels very familiar to current events. Um, and, yeah, I don't know, like... At least it's not like I mean it's just hard to think like if if a if a meteor or a comet was really going to hit the Earth, are we really going to screw it up like this? Because um, you know I wouldn't put it past us to do it to to screw it up. I wouldn't put it past us either. And like there's this part in the movie like where she's that you talked about earlier with the uh, Ron Perlman going up into space. That's like maybe 40 minutes into this movie maybe 50 like it's a two hour and something movie two hour and 12 minutes i think but like they they gain the ability to solve the problem pretty early on in the movie but then they actually call off the the rescue mission or the the earth saving mission because they find out there are rare materials that they could mine on the the comet and i remember when i was watching it the first thing i thought to myself when i'm hearing what they're saying they're saying things like we'll end world hunger and we'll end poverty and i thought to myself no you won't it's gonna make the rich people richer and the poor people poorer so in the next scene where jennifer lawrence's character gets like actually upset and just and says it out loud and like in the bar i was like yeah okay i'm glad she knows what's going on but then you stop and think to yourself holy wow if if there was a if there was a monetary opportunity like this, there's no way that people would not take it. So once again, something that seems so ridiculous, all of a sudden you have to contend with the fact that, well, is it that ridiculous? This could actually probably happen. Yeah, and I think that's what what's so scary about it because that's I think exactly what would happen. I mean, I want to say that. They wouldn't risk the lives of 
everyone on earth for that like that's not worth it um i liked armageddon better (laughs) (laughs) armageddon they were like let's come together and let's do this i don't even like like... ben affleck (laughs) right let's just uh like make some money yeah So, but yeah, like the we talked about the cast, um, like Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence. I didn't even recognize Timothy Chalamet when he showed up, like near the end of the movie. Um, I thought he was just some random street punk. Hmm. Kate Blanchett too. Kate Blanchett too. It was like took me. It took me like a good five minutes of staring at her before I was like, oh, that's Kate Blanchett. Yeah, I was like, what did they do to make her look like not Kate Blanchett? Right, it's it was it was something else, and yeah, and I think everyone does a good job. I love the fact that they give a lot of these actors time to just act. You know, one of the things about Leonardo DiCaprio as an actor is that he's well known for getting opportunities to do roles that allow him to really show what he's what he's able to do, and he's and he still in this movie he has plenty of those opportunities too. He has plenty of emotional moments. Like his character in the beginning is this nervous wreck of a scientist. Um, and he plays it very well, and then he gets to the points where, you know, the frustrations are able to overtake him, and, like, those scenes that he's acting, like, it's really good. Jennifer Lawrence is another really strong actress, and she's great in this movie as well. So, like, I I found myself being really pulled in, especially specifically with their, those are our two leads. I found myself getting pulled in with them because their frustration, their palpable frustration that you're seeing on screen (laughs) mirrors your own while you're watching it. So you can't help but want to relate to them anyway, but they're also just entertaining to watch. Yeah, and I I was thinking a little bit about, like, how did they get so many big names onto this movie? Um, And, you know, some of them have fairly minor roles as well, and it just seems like they probably read the script and were like, I really want to be part of it because of how important the message is. Um, so, I don't know. I, sh- it's kind of, I just think it's kind of crazy. They even had Chris Evans. Evans? I'm going to say, did you catch Chris Evans in the yeah. movie? <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> I had to pause it. I didn't recognize him right away. Like, I was watching the scene. I was just like, oh, this who's this actor supposed to be? And then I heard his voice a little longer. And then I heard one of his... Hmm. Well, and like his, the way his and the way his voice is, I was like, wait a second. Why am I feeling flustered? Like I'm hearing the voice of an angel that makes me want to make love right now. Oh, it's Chris Evans. Is That's that why, why you're wearing a Captain America shirt? Uh, yes. This, this was deliberate. Okay, that is my captain. My captain. Oh man, it, yeah, it's crazy. It's it just amazes me uh how many actors they got um in this movie which makes me um you know wonder do you think that this movie is academy award worthy i i really don't know because i don't think netflix movies are usually in contention i don't think streaming movies have been in contention but like if we are saying that the academy is willing to open itself up to streaming movies like being in a awards conversation i think it could be i think that it's an entertaining movie i think that it can be fun even despite the content and i think it's very well acted so yeah 
I think that this could be in that conversation if they were willing to have it. Right. Well, we'll see since uh, it is coming up. So. Yeah. Exactly. So. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of little good details in it as well. Like the, you know, from just like all the little Twitter stuff, uh, the TikTok stuff, all the social medias. And I feel like they did a great job of like really showing how we are as a society in terms of like what we value. Um, and, and that has a lot, you know, they, they, they really put a lot of time into like other people's business into like, like celebrities and, and, um, so there's like Ariana, uh, Grande's character that, um, everyone seems to care more about than the world ending. And then, (laughs) uh, and everyone just like, it's consumerism, right? Like, we just want to see and hear and read more about other people's business. And that is like the priority of what um, is deemed important in the news. Um, and that's yeah. that's definitely a, a big message there for the movie, I think. It's like a, a big thing that they were trying to convey. Absolutely. I mean, even uh, Jennifer Lawrence's boyfriend at the beginning of the movie basically tanks his relationship with her just so that he could try to sell a story. And it's just like, because that's that's more valuable to him as well. Even though when he hears what she told him, he almost like falls over. He can barely stand, but it doesn't matter because he still has the opportunity to try to sell more of his like blog or magazine. I think he's like in like a, he's a web, like he has like a website or something, but yeah. And that's what he that's what he was focused on. And this movie makes sure that it calls attention to how how we are as a society now, where it's less about it, I don't know. I, it feels like the movie is trying to say that a lot of the things that are that happen are less about truth and more about what we can do with that truth. How can we use that to? push our own stories, how we can use that, use that to get ourselves more money, how we can use that to get a couple of more likes on social media. And it's the characters that are within it. I think um, Leonardo DiCaprio's character, Mindy, I think that's his name. He, he says at one point, what happened to us? When did we learn how to, when did we stop learning how to communicate with each other? Can we even fix it? And when he asked that in the movie, like it made sense in the context of the story, so I didn't feel like he was talking to the audience. But I couldn't help but think about that myself because there's been a lot of there's been a lot of studies about like how social media, what it does for communication, despite it being like something that's supposed to be used for communication. So I couldn't help but ask, like, yeah, what is happening to us, and are we approaching a point of no return? Yeah, and it, it's just a lot of it. I think has to do with. Um social media and it making it so readily available to put our noses into other people's business um you know and like it's like we always had the tabloids like in magazines and stuff like that but you'd have to like go out of your way to buy those and read them and you know really take part in it but now it's it's everywhere it's unless you like completely shut yourself off from social media 
but then how do you stay informed about other things? Because it's all mixed in to one pile of news, not news and news. Yeah, absolutely. And continuing with just talking about the little things about this movie, like quirks that this movie had, I one of the things that made me feel like I was going to like the movie was when you start seeing the weird editing that's happening in the movie. At first, I thought it was like going to throw me off, but then I realized the the cuts that were in the middle of someone talking to something else that was like seemingly unrelated, or like how they even like just cut between like different things in the world and stuff like that. Even and at the end of the movie, I had times when I literally thought my Netflix was freezing because they would like freeze frame on certain characters, almost like kind of giving you one final look at them before we say goodbye. But like you would, the audio would still keep talking and still keep going. So there's a lot of strange edits in this movie that I don't necessarily would think would work in a different type of film. But for whatever reason, I felt like the editing worked in conjunction with the overall feel of what I was watching. And because of that quirkiness, it made me kind of enjoy it possibly a little more. It was a little weird for me, um, but at least it was consistent. Uh, I think that it maybe fit together a little bit more with uh, all, you know, the the little extra stuff that gets put into it. Because it's not all just the characters. There's, um, there's like, National Geographic stuff and... (laughs) um, you know the the fake social media stuff um right. and uh ariana grande concert <laughs> oh my god that that song was ridiculous yeah and i was like okay this is this is just really over the top but it's also like so close to real like this could happen sure tomorrow were... yeah i'm pretty sure there were songs about going out and voting before before like the elections over the last couple of years i'm pretty sure like there were celebrities that literally made songs saying go out and vote so i wouldn't be surprised like but that doesn't seem too far songs right. about um uh, things that they are passionate about all the time there's tons of political songs out there um so right. you know it's not it's not like unreal yeah <laughs> no exactly so, so, what did you think about the parallel between um, Kate and Dr. Mindy? Because they, they, they had very different journeys. Um, it's yeah. kind of like they were, you know, headed the same way. And then they were presented almost with a choice. Do you want to you wanna go with it, enjoy the fruits of, you know... Of fame or do you want to decline it and fight for what's right and so they kind of took two different paths um and then they were just kind of you know paralleled uh we got to see how it was turning out for both of them at the same time um so i was wondering mm-hmm. how you felt about that yeah i so i i felt that it made sense for the character of mindy um, to to go the path that he did. Because if you think about it, Kate's character, it makes sense. She's young. She's idealistic. It makes sense that she'd just be like, no, I don't want the fame. Get out of here. I want to do something. But Mindy's character is older, and he's never experienced anything like this before. He has 
He, people are actually giving him attention and listening to what he has to say. It, he's speaking more confidently near the end of the movie than he than he was at the start of the movie. And like, I can see how someone like that, who's all of a sudden being called hot and has all these people liking him and inviting him to do things, and then has this like another attractive act, actor played by Kate Blanchett, like touching his leg and stuff like that. Like, I I didn't want him to go down that path, especially that moment when he chose Kate Blanchett over his wife. But it made it made sense. And even uh, Kate's journey where, because I was thinking this too, like if we think the world's going to end, there's probably just people that are going to be like, you know what, I'm just going to hook up with you because why not? I wouldn't on a regular day, but if I'm going to be dead in like another week, who cares? And that's kind of like what happens when she meets Timothy Chalamet's character. And at first I thought he was going to be kind of like, uh, like a punk kid, but he ended up being a very sweet kid, and I liked what he what he brought to the table. Literally, when they're at the end, and no one knows how to how to pray, and he says, "Don't worry, I got this," and then gives a very nice prayer. He even asks um, Kate if she would ever want to get engaged to him, and it doesn't really matter, but it's it's nice, and it's like it's one of those things of we wouldn't have met in different circumstances, but. We did, and now we're here, and I and it's cool that it worked out that way. Yeah, that was a little, um, a little like don't judge a book by its cover kind of thing for me. Um, from you know his character, just in general, being like you know he goes in and he's he's robbing um, drink mo, <laughs> right? Um, and you know, so you, you immediately think, oh, he's probably, like, a bad kid, but then he's actually very religious, and uh, he probably doesn't really do very much wrong. He just, you know, he's just a, you know, street kid. He's a street punk, so. Um, yeah. But, but, but actually a very nice guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. The only, so, one of the only things I had to question at the end of the movie, I... So I understand that all the people were close and they're the main characters we follow. So like for the sake of the story, it's it's nice to see them all there at the end. But it did feel a little bit weird that these people wouldn't want to die around their own family members. Like Timothy Chalamet is this, you know, religious kid. He doesn't want to be around his family, his parents and, you know, like them. Or same thing with Kate, same thing with the other guy that comes late um, with the with the wine bottles. I was like, he doesn't have any family he'd rather be with than this table of pale people. Um, so, yeah, I, that was the only thing I felt was weird, but at the same time, for the sake of the story, these are the characters we're spending time with. It's nice to see them all together at the end of the movie, so I think I can allow, allow it. But realistically, that's the only thing I don't think really fits. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I kind of felt the same way. Like, don't they have people that they would rather be with, you know? But um, but as a as a audience, I think that it was nice, like you said, to have all of our characters come together and be together for the final scene. Um, especially since you know the way that they were reacting to it, where. Um, Dr. Mindy gets a call from the president, like, we're gonna get on a ship, and there's room for you, and one other person, and, like, uh, he has two kids, and what yep. about Kate, and, you know, 
uh, all that stuff. So it just felt very like, you know, instead of uh, trying to like save myself and, you know, one other person and, you know, cling on to whatever um, possessions I have, I'm just going to spend whatever time I have left with the people that I care about. Um, especially his wife who's like, you know, mad at him for cheating and everything. But at the end of the day, they still love each other and they're still family. Um, and you know, if this is really it, I'm not going to waste the rest of my life thinking about how mad I am at you for something. Yeah. And that president, anyway, she forgot her own kid. So she <laughs> didn't have that many close connections either. Um, and that leads to like the last two things that like are really big for me that I want to discuss. But the one thing being that I was frustrated because it felt like the people who caused this thing to happen, which is another reason why it felt kind of depressing, the people who were the reason for this whole thing happening didn't have to actually even deal with the consequences of their actions because of the fact that they had enough money to allow themselves a safety net. And, you know, then there's an after credit sequence and you get to see how it actually, how it actually goes. And, you know, I mean, the implication is that humanity just ends up being extinct anyway. It just got prolonged a little bit, but that was a little, that was a little frustrating for me at, at the moment. Yeah, I thought that uh, the whole getaway ship was kind of, um, that one, that one was a little bit, if, if anything, that, that's the most unrealistic thing is having yeah. a getaway ship. Cause I don't think that there's any of that technology right now where people can like put themselves asleep and, you know, preserve their bodies. Successful for, cryogenic freezing. Yeah. Yeah. And then to, to get to another planet that's habit, habitable, um, mm -hmm by humans I think is is a, is a stretch because it's just it's gonna take so long to get there um yeah. so it's just yeah I that part I didn't like because I was like come on this isn't even satire this is sci-fi now yeah right this is like literally sci-fi but that brings like so the last thing I was gonna ask is that did you think that they were actually gonna blow up the planet by the end of the movie or did you think that they were gonna find a way to save the day I thought that they were gonna find a way to save the day um but then as we got closer, like, yeah. maybe, like, I don't know, maybe like 40 minutes before the movie was going to end, I was like, I hope the planet explodes because I want them to, like, I want to told you so kind of, kind of thing. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I, um, I, I was waiting, like, like my, my perspective shifted from, man, I hope that they save everybody from like the the planet blowing up to you know what we deserve it at this point i hope the planet blows up we deserve we deserve we all deserve to die yeah i mean it's 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 quite a message i think um not irrelevant to current events uh or you know how the world works right now um in fact quite the opposite it's very much a message to um the world to the you know the citizens of our country about how 
capitalism is kind of taking control and you know social media has pretty much taking control over our lives and um, a complete disregard for the health of our planet um, and just there's I mean there's a lot of commentary in this movie um, and you would hope that you know it would send a, a clear message that would make people change their ways and change their minds on how you know things should be done I don't think it would be but it's kind of nice to and refreshing I think to have this cast on board with the message I think them being in the movie is is very important because um it's basically them saying I'm behind I'm behind what this movie has to say and you know the, these people that are in the movie are they have a lot of money <laughs> yeah so we Absolutely. know that they're you know if they're you know they're kind of up there they're like they'll be the on that rocket ship <laughs> yeah exactly so it's just nice to to have those people those faces that we see all the time in our advertising the shows that we watch the social medias that we follow about like being in their private business um are the ones that are behind the message sure yeah absolutely and at the end i was very surprised we you know we decided to watch this movie and i i i remember we were talking about like this wasn't originally on our list of movies to watch um and then we were texting about it and then we ended up watching it like it's amazing how how it kind of came together but i uh was very grateful that we watched this movie i was surprised that i liked it as much as i ended up liking it uh i mean i didn't like it at first um but the more i watched the more i was like okay i mean it was just very frustrating it it made me angry and it made me angry because of how, you know, close to home it is. Um, but, I mean, I just, it's hard to say that I like the movie because of how it made me feel. Right. But I like, I like the idea behind the movie. I like the purpose of the movie. Um, it did, it did some things for me uh, in terms of, like, just, you know, having that message out there. And, you know, like I said, the 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 people behind it um in yeah. support of the message um but it was so hard to watch <laughs> it's that much is absolutely true absolutely hard to watch as if you if if you're paying attention you don't even have to pay that much attention if you're just watching a movie it you you know what they're saying and you know how this world is right now so absolutely correct but is there anything else you wanted to like add on before we get out of here uh no we can leave it for the after chat yeah and if you guys want to check out that after chat we always stream on twitch twitch.tv slash c3 film so you can check us out more over there we go into more in-depth discussions after we get do these little youtube segments but what did you guys think about uh don't look up did you watch it how did it make you feel did you find it laugh out loud funny or did you find it bone crushingly depressing Whatever you thought about it, comment below. Let us know. And while you're down there, if you give us a like, share, and subscribe. Even if you don't, though, I've been Chris, and this has been... Cheryl, and we'll see you all next time.